0: Hello, you are tuning into Early Childhood Chit Chat. I'm Lara Jennings, your podcast host. I am the founder of Offspring Education and incredibly passionate about all things early learning and I am so excited that you can join me for this episode. Today's episode is all about sustainability in early childhood education. We are going to be looking at what sustainability looks like in early childhood education, why it is super important for educators and centre directors and organisations to think about sustainability and embed sustainability into their practice. And we're going to be talking about how we can make it easy for you to embed sustainability into your early childhood education. So let's get stuck into it. Sustainability is important for us to address in early childhood because if our children don't find that connection to nature and don't find that they... Um, can love nature and are responsible for protecting nature then they just won't protect it or care for it when they get older. So we really need to be able to use those early years to connect our children with nature and connect them with the environment and help them to appreciate the natural world so that when they're grown-ups that they too want to protect and care for it. The key word here, I think, when we're talking about environmental sustainability and getting children on board with our environmental responsibility ideas is care. We want children to be able to care for that natural environment that they are a part of. But sustainability isn't just about caring for the natural environment. There are people who created the resources that are used in your early learning centre every day. And we need to make sure that we care about those people as well. I bet that a lot of the resources in your centre, you wouldn't have no idea about who's created them and about the working conditions that they faced while that resource was being created. At Offspring Education, it is a big part of our policy to find these things out. To know about what working conditions are for the people who create the environment, who create the products that we sell. Because we want to make sure that every resource that goes into an early learning centre cares about not only the natural environment, but also about the people who create those resources. So, that to us is a big part of sustainability as well. And it needs to be a big part of early childhood educational service sustainability policies too. You need to know about how the resources were created and who created them and whether they were treated fairly while they were creating those resources. The National Quality Standard tells us of the importance of being environmentally responsible for early childhood education providers element 3.2.3 is funnily enough titled environmentally responsible and it means that as a service we need to care for the environment and support children to become environmentally responsible that's a big ask and we need to really nut down what that actually means because there are a lot of parts of environmental responsibility So within that element 3.2.3, there are really two parts to that from my reading. I can see that there's the part where the service itself is environmentally responsible, where there's a sustainability policy in place, where the resources within that environment are environmentally friendly and are focused on sustainability, and then there's the part of the program where we're working with children and encouraging them to take responsibility for and care for their environment and where they're engaged in that program in meaningful ways and they are learning about how they can be responsible as well. There are lots of different things that you can do as a centre to um When you're thinking about sustainability and when you're thinking about operating as an environmentally sustainable service. So, and there are different parts of the, when we're thinking about sustainability. So one of those parts is biodiversity. So thinking about um, having a worm farm, maybe a compost space. You know getting children actively involved in those kind of things thinking about the plants that you've got in your service and making sure that they're drought tolerant and native and um, thinking about the mulch that you use for the gardens and having animals either as center pets or having incursions where children have the opportunity to experience life cycles and experience you know looking after pets and what they need to do to look after pets, that kind of thing. Then you've got the waste and recycling aspect of it. So you wanna be reducing your waste as much as possible as a service. So these can be things like making sure you've got general waste bins and recycle bins. It could be encouraging children to recycle their food waste to feed it to the animals or put it in the worm farm, put it in the compost bin, that kind of thing. You know, encouraging children to know what it is that they're eating, purchasing resources that are sustainable, so resources that have minimal or no packaging, that are made from forest stewardship certified timbers, that maybe use natural dyes rather than paints, things that have minimal packaging, things that also have, you know, have that care factor for the people behind the product. So caring about the people who make the product when they make it that kind of thing I think i might have repeated minimal packaging in there twice sorry if i did um also we want to make sure that we are using recycled resources from our families you know visiting up shops grabbing the recycled material when we can see it thinking about how we're recycling paper because we all know that we use so much paper when we're working with children for their art experiences so how can we use recycled paper in that space or um recycling the paper that they use for art for another purpose as long as they don't want to keep it you know we don't want if they want to keep it then great but you know if we if we can recycle it then why not thinking about how we can reduce our water consumption as well so is the leftover water that we have when children are having a couple of mouthfuls out of a cup is that recycled onto the garden thinking about the cycle of the washing machine that we use thinking about how much we use the dryer and how we can minimize how much we use the dryer. Can the things be put out on a clothesline instead? Or um, that kind of thing. Encouraging children to turn taps off. It might be that you put a tap monitor in place so that maybe your kindergarten children can check the taps, a couple of kindergarten children can check the taps consistently and make sure that they're turned off. Uh, Thinking about how you can reduce the amount of water you use. So there was a service I visited recently And what they did is they actually had like a kind of like a camping water jug, kind of like one of those Eskies that you fill up with water when you take camping. And that was filled at the end of every session, at the start of every session, sorry. And if the children used all of that water during the session, then they didn't get any more water. So they had to think about how they were going to use the water more efficiently for their play, and how they were going to use it sparingly for their play as well. So they knew that they couldn't waste the water because then they wouldn't have much water for the afternoon. All right. (coughs) Cleaning is another thing that we can think about in our service when we're thinking about sustainability. So we wanna make sure that our products are environmentally friendly, that we're using reusable microfiber cloths or recycled paper towels when we're doing our cleaning, and then we want to be reducing our energy consumption as well. So thinking about you know turning off those power points, thinking about um, using not using the dryers as often, our heating and cooling, making sure that they're set at comfortable levels and not too hot, not too cold. And, you know, really reducing the amount of batteries that are used in our service. Yep, so how can we do that? So there are some of the strategies that you can do as a service to make sure that you are really having a think about being environmentally responsible as a service. So. First thing first as far as considering your environmental responsibilities, you should create a strategy or an environmentally responsible policy that really is the guiding document for anybody who has anything to do with your service as far as you know what's expected of them and what you are aiming to achieve for environmental responsibility. So that can include how you are going to make reductions to waste, to water, to energy consumption, how you are going to use resources that are sourced naturally, sourced environmentally responsibly, are sourced fair trade, all of those things need to be jotted down in your environmentally responsible strategy or policy. And just because you've got the document there, that's still not enough to really um, be able to show that you are doing all of those things. The document then needs to be implemented and it needs to be implemented, shared across the service and implemented as a whole service. So making sure that every educator knows what their responsibility is, knows why you buy resources from education providers such as Offspring Education, because we're the provider that provides you with environmentally responsible products. So it's about you know sharing that information across your service and making sure that every educator is on board with what their responsibilities are as far as that's concerned. It's really important that you create your environmental sustainability policy together as a service. So you talk about it as a team. So it could be in a staff meeting that you brainstorm ideas and things that you have been doing already that are sustainable and come up with different ideas and strategies that you could do Um, on top of what you're already doing that are sustainable, and then use those ideas from your team to then create your policy. So your policy can start with an introduction. So why uh, is your environmental sustainability policy important? Your overarching goals for your service. So for example, um, a policy that I found online, they had the goals and what they are going to do, which is by CELA. Um, community Child Care Cooperative and the goals for their environmental sustainable, sustainability policy is the education and care service will ensure that the environment is safe, clean, and well-maintained, that children's awareness of the environment will be promoted through daily practices, resources, and interactions, and sustainable practices will be encouraged within the education and care service. Educators, children, and families will be encouraged to become advocates for a sustainable future. So once you've got those overarching ideas then you can take the ideas that you came together with as a team and turn them into those strategies. So and the strategies are exactly how you will do that. So it can be for example the approved provider will Join services such as the New South Wales Early Childhood Environmental Education Network to liaise with other education and care services and to keep up to date with practices and ideas. There will be other local services that you could align yourself with to encourage that sustainability factor as well. So you'll just run through those ideas and list and list those ideas that you brainstormed in your staff meeting, which are your strategies and what you'll do. And then above all, it's really important that you then revisit that, that you put those strategies into place with a plan of action. So we have a PDF that gives you some strategic ideas about what you could do as a service for environmental sustainability. And you can go through those strategies and ideas and reflect on your own practice as a service using that PDF, which will be a great start to your environmental sustainability policy. So, while the service manager or educational leader or any other person who's decided that they want to take on the responsibility of creating the environmental sustainability policy, is working hard at getting that organized then your educators can get stuck right into it as to how they are going to work with children to allow children to get that sense of care and responsibility for nature and for our natural world and this i have seen done so incredibly well using the project inquiry method for early childhood education so children are so curious and excited about nature all the time Um, they are constantly foraging for insects or bugs outside and you can use those observations that you see in children's natural interest in nature to turn those natural interests into beautiful projects about nature so that children develop this you know sense of care love and responsibility for nature And that's really the key factor behind um, putting nature pedagogy into practice and creating programs that ensure children have a sense of environmental sustainability. If your centre is doing some amazing stuff as far as sustainability goes, then I would love to hear from you and be able to tell the listeners all about it. So if you've got a great story to tell me about something that you did that really implemented sustainability for your service or you did a great project with your children that you work with that was all about sustainability or if you've been able to incorporate working with families to encourage them to do sustainability things in their house really well then i'd love to hear about it so please share your ideas with me you can email me lara at offspringeducation.com.au or find us on facebook offspring education So that's the end of our episode on sustainability. Thanks very much for listening and I look forward to sharing some more ideas with you about early childhood education in our next episode.